Ponzi Scheme of Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us this time? Well, tonight we've got Jason Grade. Hello. Nate Fisher. What's up? And Jared Formby. Rock. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Damon, I, I have a question for you, actually. You've mentioned this is the Ponzi Scheme of Podcasting several times now. What exactly do you mean by that? Uh, basically, what we do is we get people like Nate, a person we've never met before, to join us on the podcast. He tells all his friends about it and says, hey, listen to my, listen to this. I was on this podcast. Join me. And then they come on the podcast. They do it. They tell all their friends and so on and so forth. Although the only people that get rich are you and me at the top. Yeah, but doesn't that require us actually making money off this? I'm thinking into the future, man. Into this the is, future. This is underpants gnomes, isn't it? Underpants gnomes, yes. <laughs> yeah, at some, at some point there's blank and then profit. Exactly. All right, so what are we fighting about this time, Damon? This week's battle is best video game of all time this week. Uh, Mike, how do our fights work here? We have an NCAA tournament-style bracket. We pit uh, two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. Majority wins. The panel can decide the battle any way they see fit. Uh, just use your geek logic. Um, what's geek logic, Mike? Well, geek logic can be explained by this message. If Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on geek logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. And that's geek logic. All right, let's jump right in, start the fights. Uh, we've got two classics here. It is Pac-Man versus Pong, and Jason, you're taking this one. Uh, I'm just going to go with Pac-Man on this one because Pong's just two paddles and a ball. Whoopty friggin' do. I mean, sure, it pretty much created the home video game market, but uh, yeah, Pac-Man's just more fun to play. All right, a vote for Pac-Man. Nate! Um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Pac-Man, too. Pong really just doesn't have a whole lot going on. There's a lot more adventure in a little yellow guy eating a bunch of ghosts and stuff than watching a paddle hit two pongs. All right, Jared. Well, I can't believe that Pong is going down this fast. This is, this is crazy. I mean, I know it was like the, the best sci-fi panel. Um, <laughs> Pong would be fighting its way all the way to the end and winning. <laughs> because without Pong, there's none of this stuff. So I'm going to go for uh, Pac-Man. 
<laughs> you're voting for Pac-Man, even though you you made a plea for Pong. Uh, but I am voting for Pong. Have you played Pong? It's a great game. It's really, really fun. It's a horrible game to watch. Yes, it's a boring game. But the back and forth of Pong was really fun. When you're playing against somebody else. Pac-Man, you can't play against anybody else. It's a single-player game. I'm going with Pong. Mike? Uh, I I think I will go with Pac-Man. I, I actually have Pac-Man on my phone, and I don't have Pong on my phone, so I think that alone should do it. Fuck your phone. On to our next fight. Nate, this one is yours. It is Alan Awake versus Silent Hill 2. Um, I actually like both games quite a bit, but... I think uh, Silent Hill in general is a lot scarier and uh, just a lot more fun to play than Alan Awake. So I'm going to go with Silent Hill. A vote for Silent Hill. Jared? I think I'm going to go with Alan Awake, and uh, mostly because I have not played it, as I have not played Silent Hill 2, although Silent Hill 2 I see being influenced by Resident Evil. No idea why Resident Evil is not here, but... uh, yeah, I'm Alan Awake because I'm told that it's based vaguely on Twin Peaks. All right, a vote for Alan Awake. I, too, will be voting for Alan Awake. Uh, it's a fun game, and it's got some really fucked up things that happen in it. Mike? Uh, Silent Hill 2, that's the one with zombies? Uh, no, there aren't really zombies in it. What it's, are they? I don't know. Demons, well, they're, ghosts? They're Children. They're some kind of weird creatures. I'll go with that one. They're mostly mannequins. And then, of course, it's the one that had Pyramid Head in it. All right. A vote for Silent Hill 2. All tied up. Coming down to you, Jason. Well, I'm going to have to go with Silent Hill 2, which is also slightly influenced by Twin Peaks, but more so by uh, movies like Jacob's Ladder. Uh, Silent Hill 2 is actually my favorite uh, narrative-based game of all time, so I, I can't possibly not vote for it. All right, a vote for Silent Hill 2. On to our next fight. Jared, this one is yours. It is Pitfall versus Gauntlet. Okay. Uh, These are two games that I have played. I played Pitfall on the uh, Atari 2600 for uh, many hours. And I know the whole time I was playing Pitfall, I wanted it to be Indiana Jones. This was the closest I could get to being Indiana Jones was playing Pitfall, other than, you know, going outside dressed up like Indiana Jones. So I think I'm going to have to go with Gauntlet just because I love the co-op. I love um, the voice that is always telling you what to do. Don't shoot the food, et cetera, et cetera. I love that. I love it. I'm going Gauntlet. A vote for Gauntlet. Uh, yes, wizard needs food badly. I'm voting for Gauntlet. Mike? You know, I... Uh... I liked Gauntlet a lot, but uh, recently I did play uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game, and there's a strange part during uh, the arcade sequence where you actually have to play Pitfall. And uh, that was the first time I had played it in years, and it was actually a lot of fun. And, yeah, it did make me feel like Indiana Jones, so I'll go with Pitfall. A vote for Pitfall. Jason? Uh, My only experience playing Pitfall also came from Marvel Ultimate Alliance, uh, but I am going to go with Gauntlet because uh, in most cases, I typically think that multiplayer games are uh, better than single-player games just because you do get to play them in groups. And Gauntlet was one of the first 
really uh, big, valuable uh, multiplayer games. All right, a vote for Gauntlet. And Nate? Um, yeah, I might have to go with Pitfall. I really just never was a big fan of Gauntlet, so I'm going to go with Pitfall. A vote for Pitfall, but Gauntlet is moving on. Uh, next fight, it is X-Men, the arcade version, which uh, actually just came out on Xbox Live a couple months ago, so you can play that again now, uh, versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, also another box arcade one, one where you could play four people. Kind of both awesome. Um... I was a much bigger Ninja Turtle fan as a kid, and I loved playing that game. X Men was great, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mike, um, I've never played the Ninja Turtle game, uh, but uh, I have played the X Men game, so I will vote for that. A vote for the X Men, Jason. Uh, the X Men one actually went up to six players, so uh, uh, you know, just so you know. Uh, but both of these games are just amazingly good. I spent so much of my parents' money at Chuck E. Cheese's playing these two games when I was a kid. And it, it's just so insanely difficult to choose between the two. But I think I'm going to go with the X-Men Arcade because it wasn't ruined by a crappy NES port. All right. Vote for X-Men. Nate? Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Ninja Turtles just because, like you said, I was a... Uh lot bigger Ninja Turtle fan when I was younger, and I have a lot more memories of playing this game, so Ninja Turtles. A vote for Turtles. It's all tied up. Coming to you, Jared. Oh, you guys are going to make me decide this? After Jason's <laughs> After all that money he spent? Yeah. Um, was Colossus an X-Men game? I believe he was. Yeah, he had a superpower, right, but he just went, and everyone died. That's great. X-Men. A vote for X-Men. <laughs> X-Men moving on. Mike, this fight is yours. It is Grand Theft Auto versus Mortal Kombat. Now, this Grand Theft Auto isn't necessarily the first one. It's more the franchise, if you want it to be. It's any one of them. If you want to go with uh, Vice City, it's Vice City, whatever you want to go with. Uh, I will go with Mortal Kombat because they had a movie. Mortal Kombat has a movie. Jason. Well, to be perfectly honest, uh, I'm not really sure that Mortal Kombat deserves to be in this tournament as a representative for fighting games to begin with. Uh, I personally don't care for Street Fighter, but I think that the Street Fighter games, particularly Street Fighter 2, are a much more popular and well-respected game within the industry. Uh, And it's one of those games that if video game were to ever become like an Olympic sport, you know, Street Fighter 2 would probably be one of those games that would be played to decide, you know, who was the better video game player. Uh, uh, You did a great job of putting quite possibly the two most controversial game franchises up against each other, but I don't think that controversy alone makes Mortal Kombat a good game. It's not a bad game, but I'm going to go with Grand Theft Auto just because I don't think Mortal Kombat should be on this list to begin with. All right, a vote for GTA. Nate? Hmm, so we got running over prostitutes or we got beheading people. I'm going to go with GTA. Running over prostitutes is a lot more fun. <laughs> All right, Jared. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just picturing the Olympic event that, that's going on with video games. And <laughs> as fantastic as that was, I, I'm going to go with the uh, Grand Theft Auto because of the innovation, because of that whole uh, third world environment and interacting in ways that had no story or no rhyme or reason unless you chose to. 
That was pretty awesome. So, all right, a... uh, vote for Grand Theft Auto, and uh, I am going to go with Mortal Kombat. Uh, I, I, I just remember the first time Sub-Zero pulled the guy's skull out of him and the spine was hanging there and there was blood dripping off. And I was like 13 and I was like, holy shit, that is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I wanted to learn how to do it. I never did. Uh, and from that point on, I was kind of hooked with Mortal Kombat. So I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat. But Grand Theft Auto wins that fight. Jason- wait, 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 hold on, hold on. My- hold on, Damon. Yeah? I want to change to Mortal Kombat. You're right. That was pretty sweet. Uh oh, uh oh. You said Mortal Kombat. That was sweet, too. So I'm going to go Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat taking the win there at the end. Jared switching his vote. Wait, really? Are you serious over Grand Theft Auto? Did you even play Grand Theft Auto 4? It's one of the best games ever made. And that's just one game I out of the series. I machine that could run the graphics for Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> I played Grand Theft Auto 3. I played Vice City. I played San Andreas. And truthfully, what do you think of San Andreas? What really changed? I don't know. Mortal well, Kombat, man. I like San that. San like Andreas was crappy, but GTA 4 was just, just blew all the previous Grand Theft Auto games away. If you haven't played it, you absolutely must play it. Anybody changing? No more changes? <laughs> uh, it's Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is moving on. Jason, this fight is yours. It is Metal Gear Solid versus Super C, also known as Contra 2. Oh, man. Super C was just one of those games that I played the hell out of when I was a kid. Uh, My cousin and I used to go home like almost every day after school, and we'd try beating that game at his house, and we'd try putting in the Konami code, and we could never get it right. I don't know if we had the timing off or if we kept doing A-B-A-B instead of B-A-B-A. I don't know what the heck happened, but we never actually managed to beat the game, but we spent so much time playing it, and it was such a great game. But Metal Gear Solid is like four really great games. I mean, the Contra series was Super C. That was it. All the rest of the Contra games, I didn't really care for all that much. Uh, I only played a handful of them. But all of the Metal Gear Solid games are great. Uh, The Metal Gear games aren't really all that great. But Metal Gear Solid is just super awesome. So I have to go with uh, MGS, even though Super C is one of those, you know, nostalgia kind of games. But Metal Gear is just as a series, better overall. All right, a vote for Metal Gear Solid. Nate? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, I actually like the whole storyline, the overall characters of Metal Gear Solid a lot more than I do Contra. Uh, Contra is an old game. It was fun to play, but the series is a lot better and takes my vote in this one, so Metal Gear. All right, a vote for Metal Gear. Jared? Oh, you know what? I don't think Jason needs to feel so bad. I'm going to go ahead and just pretend like he had two votes, and throw a vote at Super C. A vote for Super C. Um, what is it? Le- uh, it's up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A start? Is that, the contra- is that the Konami code? Yeah, or select start if you wanted to change it to two-player mode. Okay, I, I never played it two-player mode. Uh, that game was fucking hard. I never beat it, ever. I remember sitting down and playing Metal Gear Solid and beating it and then going, wait a minute, you get bonuses for beating it in certain ways? I'm going to beat it again so I can have the fucking tuxedo, so I can have the stealth suit. Uh, Yeah, I got to go with Metal Gear Solid. Mike? 
Uh, I will vote for uh, Contra 2. Uh, I've not played either of these games, but I did play Contra, and I guess that's close enough. <laughs> A vote for Contra 2? But Metal Gear Solid is moving on. Nate, this fight is yours. It is StarCraft versus Sid Meier Civilization. Um, I'm going to have to go with StarCraft on this one, just for the fact I really uh, only ever played Civilization once. StarCraft, I I was hooked on that game for quite a long time and had a, quite a good time with that. And even StarCraft 2 is awesome. Um, so yeah, one StarCraft here. A vote for StarCraft. Jared? Well, it is my understanding that uh, StarCraft is basically uh, inspired by the uh, old Sega Genesis Dune game. And uh, I played the living hell out of the Sega Genesis Dune game. So I'm going to go with uh, StarCraft. A vote for StarCraft. Um, I am not really an RTS guy. I, I, I don't know why. I just never have been. Um... And by RTS, you mean real-time strategy, right? That is correct. Uh, but I, I really am not that much of a fan of Civilization either. I bought Civilization Five, and I could totally play it right now with Jason, but I just have no interest to play it. Um, but I do own a Civilization, and I have put in like 30 hours into Civilization, so I'm going to go with Civilization on this one. Mike? Uh, you know, I think I will go with StarCraft. Vote for StarCraft. And Jason. All right, well, I don't think that my vote matters uh, all that much anymore unless I'm able to sway one of you. Uh, StarCraft is one of those games, uh, a lot like Street Fighter Two, that if there were a video gaming Olympics, uh, it would be the game that would be played. Uh, and it's a real shame that these two games had to go up against each other in the first round because both of these games, uh, StarCraft and Civilization Four specifically, or Civilization Two, depending on which one you actually prefer, are both viable contenders to be in the you know championship round of this particular fight. So it's a damn shame that one of them has to get eliminated. I'm going to vote for Civilization because I am just a huge Civilization addict. I think Civilization 4 is the absolute best game ever made. Uh, it is my single favorite game ever. It's the one game that I've spent more time on than any other game I've ever played. Uh, I like it even more than Silent Hill 2. And I also just don't like RTSs and I don't like StarCraft specifically because I've just found that more often than not, it's not really a game of skill or strategy. It's just a game of who can click the fastest and pop out the most units. And if you can click click the map faster than the other guy can, you're going to win. It doesn't matter if you're a freaking idiot when it comes to military tactics. If you pop out more Marines or more Zergs than the other guy has defenses, you're going to win. And I just don't like that. So I got to go with uh, Civilization because I feel that it's a much better strategy game. All right. A vote for Civilization. Anybody change their vote? Man, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and change it to Civilization because Jason's a really, really passionate dude and I know he really wants to see this go forward if this was the Dune game the Genesis game I would fight him tooth and nail but you know what there's a Starcraft I'll let Jason have the win uh, Jared you are being so generous to me tonight I need to buy you a beer or something <laughs> hey dude I'm the motherfucker that kicked uh, Mortal Kombat in so don't forget that <laughs> but civilization is moving on and Jared this fight is yours uh Two games I don't believe you played. Uh, World of Warcraft versus The Sims. 
Okay, uh, World of Warcraft is a game that I understand people play and it consumes their life and it becomes more important than life, family, food, everything. And The Sims is a game that operates similarly. So I'm going to go with The Sims because you can actually play God. All right, a vote for The Sims. And um, I would vote for The Sims, but... The Sims is a really sad game for people who really are into it, like hardcore. Um, there's somebody that three of us worked with, I'm not going to say her name, but it did consume all of her time, and that's all she did was play that game. And she was like, yeah, I'm going on a date tonight with an imaginary person in this imaginary game. Not even an actual other person, it was just the person she had. But at least World of Warcraft, while still sad when you get to the extremes, you're actually talking to another person. Be they an actual male or an actual female, who knows? But you're actually talking to somebody else. So i got to go with World of Warcraft. Mike? Uh, yeah, I think I will go with uh, World of Warcraft also because I have never played The Sims. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jason? Well, Damon, the argument you just made comes very, very, very close to swaying me towards World of Warcraft. But when it really comes down to it, I just flat out can't stand MMOs. Uh, I, and uh, right after Civilization Four, The Sims 2 is probably the next game that has eaten up the most of my time. So I have to vote for The Sims because I, I've, it's you know a personal favorite of mine. All right, a vote for The Sims. All tied up, Nate. Where are you going? Well, Damon, after hearing that story... I really am not a big fan of either game, but I'm going to have to go with World of Warcraft because if you do think about it, that uh, is, is quite a bit of sadder life to live as a Sims 3 or a Sims whatever addict than a World of Warcraft addict. So World of Warcraft it is. World of Warcraft moving on. Uh, next up is Sonic the Hedgehog uh, versus Super Mario Brothers. This is so fucking hard for me. Because I, I remember getting my first Nintendo. I remember having Super Mario Brothers, the first one. And I was like, oh, this is great. And I also remember getting my Sega Genesis and having Sonic. And I was like, oh, this is even better. And then I remember Sonic 2 coming, and I'm like, oh, this is the truth. And then there was a game that came out that might have changed my life. Also with the movie, The Wizard, it's Super Mario Brothers 3. I love the fuck out of that game. When Mario could fly, I'm like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. I got to go with Super Mario Brothers. Mike? Uh, I am going to go with Sonic the Hedgehog uh, because Sonic the Hedgehog has a really good comic book. All right. A vote for Sonic the Hedgehog. Jason? I don't even really think this is a contest. This has got to be Super Mario. Just look at the body of work. He keeps making games all the time, and they're the best-selling <laughs> games year after year after year. He's in every freaking genre from action games to fighting games to kart racing games. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't come out with this. Oh, no, actually, there was a Super Mario survival horror game, Luigi's Mansion. My goodness, this guy's been in freaking everything. How can you possibly vote against him? Uh, all right, a vote for Super Mario Bros. Nate? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Super Mario Bros. too, just for the fact that uh, Sonic has put out quite a few games, and all of them have been quite awful. Um, the only ones I really remember are ones for Sega, the old school Sega Genesis and such, and those are actually pretty fun, but any of the recent stuff is just awful. And plus, on the internet, 
Sonic is not a good thing to be searching on the internet, so I'm going for Mario. Okay, uh, vote for Super Mario, Jared. <laughs> I'm voting Super Mario Brothers uh, based on these six words. Look at the body of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and change my vote because of that, too. <laughs> All right. Make it a clean oh, sweep. Kicking ass tonight. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers in a clean sweep. On to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. Uh, two games I know you've never played. At least I think. Uh, Mist versus Ico. You are incorrect, sir. I have played Mist, so I'll vote for it. A vote for Mist, Jason. Uh, I've never actually played Mist. It is one of those games that's on my list of things that I would like to play if I ever get a hold of it. Uh, but Eco is just one of those games where, I mean, you just start playing it and you fall in love with it instantly. I mean, it's the visual style. It's the pseudo puppy love story of this little kid with horns trying to save a princess that he just met. Uh, the game is simplified to the extent that anybody can just pick up and play it. There's no unnecessary bull crap going on. You don't have to fight through minions after minions to get to the next destination. It's just solve a puzzle, get from point A to point B, and occasionally save the princess from shadow monsters that come out of nowhere to try to kill her or you know kidnap her. It's just a gorgeous game, and it's a masterpiece and one of the best games on the PlayStation 2 and one of the best games that's ever been made. All right. Nate? Um, I remember the first time I ever played Mist was in like the fifth grade, and I remember being confused and angry. And you know, just for that fact, I'm gonna go with Ico. All right, Jared. This is actually a really sweet pair up because both of these games are beautiful. I mean, they are based on just how pretty they are. But I'm gonna go with Ico because the emotional attachment that you develop protecting that girl. I mean, it's so awesome. I mean, the game, Jason's right. It takes two buttons to play this game, basically. And you have, like, a button that calls out to her and holds on to her and another button that, like, beats the crap out of people. And that's it. Oh, man, eco. All right. Beating the crap out of people with a wooden stick. (laughs) Heck, yeah. A vote for eco. Um, There is no way in hell I can vote for Mist. I have played Mist. Let's rephrase that. I have tried to play Mist. I have been on Mist for, I don't know, five or six hours, just staring and going, what am I supposed to do? Not actually understanding what the fuck the game was about, because the computer I was playing it on was my cousin uncle's, and he lost the instruction booklet, so I never really knew how to play, but I wanted to play the game, I wanted to play a video game, and that's all he had. But I'm going... (laughs) And Eco, moving on. Jason, wow, this is another tough battle. This one is yours. It is Tetris versus Shadows of the Colossus. Oh, this is an insanely hard battle, Damon. Uh, This is right up there with StarCraft and Civilization as just being one of those things where both of these games could, you know, very well have been contenders for the title spot if they hadn't been matched up against each other in the first round. Um, I I want to... uh, talk about this uh, quote from, I don't know his, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, some French aviator, who once said, a designer knows that he has reached perfection, not when there is nothing left to add, but rather when there is nothing left to take away. 
And both of these games, Tetris and Shadow of the Colossus, represent just the pinnacle of simple, perfect or near perfect gameplay. I mean, Tetris is just a concept that was absolutely ingenious. You just put blocks and fit them together and, you know, tried to uh, destroy rows of them and make sure you don't get to the top of the screen. But it doesn't get any simpler than that. You know, in Shadow of the Colossus is an expertly designed game, too, where they just got rid of all the fluff material. All you do is you go from point A to point B on your horse. You kill the giant friggin' monsters that are the size of skyscrapers, and then you get warped back to the start point and go find another monster. But I have to give the edge to Shadow of the Colossus because of the emotional impact that the game has. There's actually a narrative. There's actually a story. It doesn't necessarily make all that much sense, but you develop an emotional attachment to the characters. You don't develop an emotional attachment to the little blocks in Tetris. I don't know, maybe that long one that's just, you know, four tall and one wide because that's a lifesaver. But, you know, Shadow of the Colossus, just like Eco, is all about a, is a game about emotion and heart. And you develop an emotional attachment to the girl you're trying to save. You develop an emotional attachment to the horse. It's gaming in its purest, most perfect form. All right, a vote for Shadows of the Colossus, Nate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How do you follow that? How do I, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. You won my vote. I'm going with uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I don't know what to say. A vote for Shadows of the Colossus. Jared? Dude, Jason has achieved perfect nerd with that stuff. Man, that was awesome. But you know what? In the end, Shadow of the Colossus was built by the same people who brought us Eco. It's rocking the same emotional attachment that uh, Eco brought us. It's practically the same. I love both games, Eco and Shadow. But I'm going to go with Tetris because it does bring something else to the table. I'm telling you, that little thing with those little blocks, I think that that is all ages. That is everybody. That's huge. And developed in Russia. So, Tetris. A vote for Tetris. Um, The only time I have ever been in the zone with a video game, the only time, was January 13th, 1989. I was playing Tetris. I was on level three. And then I remember being on level 10. And level 10 was a level that you couldn't just pick and start there. You had to actually earn your way in there. And I completely lost after that. And my, uh, and my family was like, that's amazing. How did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember doing it at all. They're like, fuck you, bullshit. You were talking to us. I'm like, I wasn't talking. I can't remember anything. I was completely in the zone. And it is one of the greatest games of all time. Don't get me wrong, Shadows of the Colossus is fun, it's great, emotional detachment, but can you play it on your cell phone? Have you been able to play Tetris on your cell phone for the last 15 years? Hell yeah, it's out there, it's everywhere, I love fucking Tetris, my vote goes to Tetris. Mike, it's all tied up, coming to you. Um, well, you know, I, I have to disagree when you say there's no emotional attachment in Tetris, I was very attached to the one shaped like a T. Um, because <laughs> it was very hard to make that one fit. And that's how I feel about myself. <laughs> so Tetris. A vote for Tetris because Mike feels like a T. <laughs> Mike Ortiz puts everything in perspective. Uh, yes, he does. Weird. T. 
Tetris, moving on. Shadows of the Colossus, taking the loss there. Sorry, Shadows. Nate, this one is yours. It is Asteroids versus Katamari, Katamari Damacy. Um, I'm, oh man, I really, the Katamari is really an odd game. I mean, it was pretty fun to play, um, really out there in its own little deal, I guess. But, you know, Asteroids, I remember playing that game for hours on end, so I'm playing Asteroids here. Uh, vote for Asteroids. Jared? Okay, uh, a lot of video games, I mean, when you really break it down, a lot of them fall into the Asteroids category, where it's basically, you know, move the stick, hit the button, obtain result. Katamari Damacy isn't like that. It's it's a, it's gathering things. It's rolling this, this object over other objects, and your goal is to consume the world. And when I played it, I had never seen anything that thought so far outside the box of what video games are for or what they could do. Katamari suggests, like, other possibilities and other applications for this whole medium. So I'm going to go Katamari because it is genius. A vote for Katamari. Um, wow. See, I like the thinking outside the boxing. I was going to go with Asteroids right off the bat. I was going to go Asteroids because it's fucking Asteroids. And, you know, I played Asteroids... My whole life, it's fucking asteroids. Why wouldn't you? But you're right. You know, there there are certain milestones in games where they're game changers. They change the games aren't just for you know shooting things and blowing things up. They they can do other things or solving a simple puzzle. Um, I'm gonna go, uh, Jared. I'm gonna go with Katamari. Uh, Mike. God bless you. <laughs> um, I. I really like uh, everything you said. I've never played Katamari, um, but I have played Asteroids, and that's kind of been my theme this evening, so uh, I'm going to go with that. A vote for Asteroids. Jason? Fuck the theme, man. <laughs> it's all tied I up. Like a, I, I want a Michael Felser voice modulator is what I want. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry, Jared. You've saved some of my games, so now I'm going to save one of yours. I was going to vote yeah. for Asteroids. Because, you know, much like, uh, you know, the previous games, Tetris and uh, Shadow and Eco, it's just, you know, almost near perfect, simplified to the point of being absolutely perfect. Part of that's because it was a game made in the 80s, so they didn't really have much they could do. But you're absolutely right. Katamari is a landmark video game. And, you know, Asteroids doesn't have that catchy music that Katamari has. I mean, you listen to that music for like three seconds and you have it stuck in your head for a week. Katamari is... The first one was an amazing game. I haven't played any of the ones after that. Maybe they're not as good, but I'm going to go ahead and give this one to Katamari because uh, because of what you said, Jared. All right. Katamari, moving on into the next round. Um, yes. <laughs> next fight. Uh, Jared, this one is yours. It is Fallout New Vegas versus SimCity 2000. I believe two games you've never played before. Ah, uh, that is true. Um... Okay, so we got The Sims already here, and uh, we've already talked about Civilization, and now we got Sin City 2000, which is my understanding is looks like a combination of two of those games. Maybe I'm wrong. And then Fallout, which uh, I think just draws a lot from, I don't know, Half-Life, maybe mixed in with a little bit of uh, Grand Theft Auto, mixed in with some 
Mad Max, so Mad Max, uh, Fallout. Uh, vote for Fallout. Um, you're pretty much right, although it, it's it's slightly, it's backwards. SimCity 2000 pretty it kind of spawns Civilization and The Sims. I know they didn't actually, but kind of. Uh, and boy, did it eat up a shitload of time just building a city. I remember the cheat, the cheat. I believe the cheat in that game is funds, F-U-N-D-S. I can't remember how you put it in, but you put it in, you get money, and then you build things up, and then you're like, hey, my whole city is built. Let me have Godzilla rampage. And while Godzilla's rampaging, <laughs> I'll have a fucking tsunami come in and a tornado and a fire because I just spent an hour building this town, and I'm going to destroy it. Uh, I'm going to go to Simpson. <laughs> Uh, FYI, Damon, uh, I think Control uh, Shift C brings up the cheat window, and oh. you type it in there. Let's see. I, I, I knew, I knew, I remember the the word. I don't remember the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Mike. Um. Yeah, I've never played either of these, but uh, you know, we've already beaten one sim-related thing tonight, so I'll vote for Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> you try to make it too, Jason. All right. Well, uh, uh, SimCity, uh, the games as a whole are uh, like right there after Civilization and The Sims as being the PC game that has eaten the most of my time. Uh, I played SimCity 2000 actually on the original PlayStation uh, and absolutely loved it. Ended up getting the other ones from the PC later on. But uh, so I'm going to vote for that. And uh, part of the reason for that is I just cannot vote for Fallout New Vegas or any game that is based on the Oblivion engine because that engine is more buggy than the National Museum of Entomology. I can't enter any room or start any quest or talk to any character without first going to the Fallout wiki to make sure that doing so doesn't cause any of my NPC's followers to get stuck and die or my inventory to suddenly vanish or another quest to be broken and can't be completed or that doing certain things won't cause the game to just crash and go to a black screen. Quite frankly, no game based on the Oblivion engine is worthy of game of the year. Certainly not worthy of best game of all time. They're fun games, but it's a clear example of the developers biting off more than they could chew. They tried to make a world that was more complicated than their ability to program allowed them to create. But, I mean, hey, maybe if Bethesda would spend more effort making games and less on trying to sue Interplay over the rights to the Fallout license, maybe they'd be able to make a better product. Okay. Holy shit! <laughs> he laid down the thunder, but it's all tied up. And Nate, you are the decider. <laughs> that was thunder. Oh, damn you, Jason. Um, I was actually going to go with New Vegas, but, you know, after hearing that, I'm going to have to go to SimCity. Uh, I played a lot of SimCity when I was younger. It was really one of the first games I actually started playing, and you're like what Damon said with the whole destroying the city. That was like one of the most fun things I did when I was younger. So, yeah, SimCity. Uh, vote for SimCity. I would, however, like to point out that if this were the Fallout series in general and not specifically New Vegas, then Fallout 1 and 2 might have been good enough to beat SimCity, but New Vegas definitely isn't. All right. SimCity, moving on. Uh, next fight is Tomb Raider versus Legend of Zelda. And, ah. Uh, I love her boobs. Her boobs and her British accent are amazing. But I also love saving the princess. So I've got to go with Legend of Zelda. Mike? Um, I don't care about the princess. I'm going for the boobs. <laughs> Vote for Tomb Raider. Jason? Uh, 
<laughs> I, I'm not going to just vote for the boobs. Uh, I played like the first Tomb Raider on the PlayStation 1 only as a demo. Didn't particularly care for it. Got stuck. Couldn't even beat the demo. Never played another Tomb Raider game after that. Uh, I'm not really a Nintendo oh. person, so I've, I've never actually played any of the Legend of Zelda games either. But they haven't, well, except for Twilight Princess on the Wii, but they haven't frustrated me to the point where I never wanted to pick one up again. If we had had this fight next year after the new Tomb Raider reboot came out, which actually looks badass, maybe I'd vote for Tomb Raider, but as it stands now, I have to go with Legend of Zelda. A vote for Legend of Zelda. Nate? Um, I don't know. Well, one of my youngest uh, memories is when I was playing Tomb Raider on the original PlayStation Actually, no, yeah, the original PlayStation, I believe. Maybe the PS2. Anyways, uh, I just remember playing uh, Tomb Raider and having to fight this giant bear, and that honestly scared the shit out of me, so I'm going to go with Tomb Raider. A vote for Tomb Raider. All tied up. Coming to you, Jared. Holy crap town. Dude, Jason, I know that demo disc you're referencing. Because I played that demo disc, too. And... My only frustration was that I did beat it, and it stopped playing. So I couldn't wait to get my hands on the real thing. I got the real thing. And Tomb Raider, Laura Croft, that original nonsense, that was badass. I had not seen anything combining the the 3D world with the 2D world until that moment. And, yeah, she had me for days. And tits. Tomb Raider. A vote for Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider takes down the Legend of Zelda. Wow. I was not That's amazing. E- was not expecting that. I never underestimate no, I the power of boobs. Boobs. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that because she wasn't a blonde that Jarrett may not vote for her, but yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Big triangles for the win, I guess. Yeah, big triangles for the win. Uh Mike, this w- one is I wish we had episode titles. <laughs> Big triangles for the win would be it. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, this one is yours. Um, let's see. It is Final Fantasy VII versus Half-Life. Um, another theme of the evening is I haven't seen either of these, but Final Fantasy had a movie, so I will go with that. A vote for Final Fantasy. Jason. Uh I'm actually not really all that big of a fan of uh, first-person shooters. Uh, There are a couple that I really like, uh, but I had an absolute horrible experience playing the first Half-Life on uh, PC. Uh, Part of the problem was because apparently the game comes with an auto-aim feature that I had turned on and didn't know even existed, so never bothered to turn off, which basically forced all of my shots right into the center of enemy bodies, which means I could never get headshots and I had to spend every last piece of ammunition for my guns killing just one guy, and it was insanely frustrating. Uh, and that one experience soured me to Half-Life in general, so uh, I've got to vote for Final Fantasy VII. A vote for Final Fantasy VII. Nate? Um, I might have to go with Half-Life. I was never really a big fan of the Final Fantasy games, any of them, so Half-Life. All right, Jared? All right, um... I'm with Michael on the idea that Final Fantasy had a movie, and it amused me to no end that there are all these CGI characters all with dead eyes going, Soul? What is Soul? But you want to talk about game changers? You want to talk about like the seriousness? Half-Life is diehard in a point-of-view 
situation. There is no cutting away. There is no, oh, I got so far, now I get to see my body and watch some kind of awkward scene. No, that's bullshit. This whole game unfolds in real time. And all you can do is move forward another five feet, have it load again, and it resumes. As the story develops, it all happens from your point of view. There is nothing else feeding you. You get information as Gordon does. And Half-Life is genius for that. I don't think that Half-Life's genius has been surpassed yet, although I own no consoles right now, maybe it has, but Half-Life, that model, shut the fuck up, dude. That was awesome. (laughs) A vote for Half-Life. It's all tied up. Uh, It comes to me. Um, the, the pleas for Half-Life are great, but I played Final Fantasy VII twice. Uh, Final Fantasy VII was the first time I'd ever played an RPG in my life. And I did not know the purpose of an RPG is not to beat it quickly. I went all the way through the game, got to the last disc, because it was a three-disc game, got to the last disc, you can't go back from where you are, I'm in the fucking cave, I'm at level 43 or 44, and I keep getting to Sephiroth with nothing left, and I get crushed. And I go onto the internet and go, what did I do wrong? And I see, you should be at least at level 80 to take him on. And I'm like, oh, you're supposed to level up. So I had to go all the way back, and I didn't know to have two saves. I had to all the way back to the beginning, play the game all the way over just to beat it, and it was great. So I'm going to go with Final Fantasy VII. Sorry, Fucking Jared. Fucking goddamn it! Sorry, Jared. Right, Sorry, Jared. Bro. I can't Whatever. save you on this one either. Dude, goddamn it. Half-Life is brilliant for days. Final Fantasy VII is what brings people into RPGs. The fact that I can say RPG and people know what I'm talking about, it's all due to Final Fantasy VII. Otherwise, it'd oh. be like RTS and people you'd have to go, what does that mean? So, uh, uh-huh. it's Final Fantasy VII. Uh, we're at and if you're life. listening, it's RPG means role-playing game. Everybody knows what that means. Most people don't know what LARP means, but they do know what uh, <laughs> role-playing is. Uh, Jason, last fight of the first round, it's, it's yours. It's a, it's a doozy, kind of. Uh, it is Call of Duty versus Halo. Well, it's not a doozy for me. I never owned an Xbox, so Call of Duty. <laughs> Vote for Call of Duty. Nate. Um, definitely Halo. Uh, I just enjoy hate playing Halo games, all of them a lot more than I did the Call of Duty games. Um, yep, Call of Duty. I mean, Halo. <laughs> Halo. A vote for Halo. Jared? I'm going to go with Halo because it's a Microsoft property, and I love my Zune. All right. Um, I don't like Halo. I don't like first-person shooters. And honestly, I forgot to put Doom on here. Doom should have been on this list because it's the first-person shooter. Or maybe Half-Life blows the shit out of Doom. Yes, yes, it's a, you're right. Half-Life is a better game, but without Doom, there is no Half-Life. God damn it! But oh, without but, Pong, there's none of this shit. But USA, USA, USA. I love you know being USA. Call of Duty. <laughs> Mike, all tied up. Really. Yeah. Uh, that's actually kind of sad that this gets decided by someone who's played neither. Um, <laughs> I was in your shoes two hours ago. But uh, Out of curiosity, I, which games in this list have you played? Um, very few. Uh, yeah, I'm the ideal choice for this one. 
<laughs> so I will pick Halo because it has a comic book. A vote for Halo because it has a comic book. All right. Halo is moving on. And on to the next round, we've got Pac-Man, uh, Silent Hill 2, Gauntlet, X-Men, Mortal Kombat, Metal Gear Solid, Civilization, WoW, World of Warcraft, Super Mario Brothers, Eco, Tetris, Katamari, Damacy, uh, SimCity 2000, Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy 7, and Halo. We'll be back after these short or long messages. I don't know which it'll be. Okay, Atari, let's see your best pitch. The Atari Video Computer System is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. You can't keep me in here, Atari. Don't. Tonight, play it. And we are back uh, doing something we do almost every week, at least as long as I remember to do it. Do a little geek cred here, par usual. Uh, we've got one new addition to the show, two who have been on several times. Nate, we're going to start with you. What is your geek cred, sir? Um, I play lots of video games, uh, make some YouTube channel. I, mean, I have my own YouTube channel. Um, trying to go to school to be an animator, really. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's about it. Not really that. Guess a big of a nerd. I guess I mean, think about it compared to everyone else. That's about it. <laughs> You're going to school to become an animator. That's kind of awesome, dude. I don't know anybody that's going to school to be an animator. Mike, are you an animator? Nope. See, that, that's actually kind of big, dude. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> and and for those of you that don't know, uh, Nate was supposed to be on Marvel Showdown, and he, he dropped out. So we, we had other Jason, not the Jason that's on this show, other Jason jump in. But other Jason was supposed to be on this show, so we kicked other Jason off this show so Nate could be on this show. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but and it also would have been confusing because we would have had two Jasons. Jason, what is your geek cred? Uh, well, uh, I've been a pretty big fan of video games for most of my life. Uh, I was a video game addict, uh, starting with the NES and Sega Genesis, and then really took off when I got my first PlayStation. Oh, the PlayStation and the PlayStation 2 are just so amazingly awesome. Uh, I'm also a you know huge Star Trek fan. Used to work with Damon at Star Trek Experience before it closed. Uh, and I'm currently working as a uh, software engineer, and I'm actually... Uh, de- currently in the process of developing my own uh, video game. Well, that's kind of hardcore. <laughs> yeah, I hope it turns out well. Uh, I hope it so, too. Uh, actually, no, I don't. I hope it, it fails miserably so we can talk about it when we do worst video game of all time. Oh, damn it, you're so <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding around. Cruel. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up, isn't it? Uh, Jared, <laughs> what is your geek cred, sir? Uh, I am the blogger for TrekCast.com. I write something called Hey Star Trek, and you can find that at HeyStarTrek.net, which will bring up only my contributions. And um, I look forward to Jason's game. All right. You look forward to Jason's game. And you, too, also worked with Jason. Jason forgot that he worked with Jared. I don't know how that's possible, but okay. 
Oh, that yeah, of course. Well, because I'm I for I'm used to seeing him in a Ferengi outfit. Yes, so I'm, I'm used to his character, not him. So I'm sorry, Jared. I I totally spaced it. <laughs> you, oh, I, I'm you know? not. I, that's okay. I don't see being Ferengi as being particularly Greek cred worthy. Although I think it was awesome. <laughs> but we are back into the fights. Uh, Nate, we're going to start off with you. It is Pac-Man versus Silent Hill Two. Um. I don't know. I generally like the gameplay a lot better in Silent Hill 2 than I did Pac-Man, but Pac-Man is a lot more fun just for their overall gameplay of uh, it being everywhere and, I don't know, just like the nostalgia effect. I'm going to go with Pac-Man on this one. A vote for Pac-Man. Jared? Pac-Man was a cartoon at one point, and Silent Hill was a movie with Wada Mitchell at one point. Uh, a vote for Silent Hill. There go the mountains again, messing with the phone call, but that's fine. Um, ah, do I go with Pac-Man, which was a game that I found infinitely boring because I didn't actually realize that there was a pattern to it until recently. Or do I go with Silent Hill 2, which is a horror game, which I generally don't like to play because I don't like being scared while playing video games. Um, pansy. Yes, big fucking pansy. I didn't watch horror Lada movies. Mitchell. Uh, I didn't watch horror movies until I was much, much older. Uh, and Silent Hill is an okay movie. I th- I'm going to go with Silent Hill too. Uh, Mike. Uh, I am going to go with Pac-Man because if that winds up winning best game ever, I can play Pac-Man Fever as the outro music. <laughs> just trying to make your job easy. That's fine. <laughs> Jason, it's all tied up coming to you. Well, you're not going to get to play that Pac-Man music because, as I've said before, Silent Hill 2 is my favorite narrative-based game ever, so uh, I'm going to have to vote for it here. I could still play it. <laughs> he can play it right now. <laughs> uh, Silent Hill 2, moving on. On to our next fight. Jared, this one is yours. It is Gauntlet versus X-Men. Gauntlet. Days. Gauntlet for days. You are correct. Uh, Warrior needs food badly. I'm going to go with... Health is about to die. (laughs) Mike? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with Gauntlet also. Another vote for Gauntlet. Jason? Uh, right, Gauntlet versus X Men. I've got to go with I've got to go with X Men because I I just I love Colossus's superpower. I mean, you just press the superpower button and he just like screams and there's a flash of light and everybody on the screen dies. I have no idea where that power comes from or what it's based on in the comic books because he doesn't do that in the comic books. I don't know why they didn't just give him like a spinny, you know, flare his arms around sort of thing like Zangief in Street Fighter. But they went with the and everybody dies. And that's just so awesome. So I've got to vote for X-Men. A vote for X-Men. Nate. Um, yep. I'm going to go with X-Men, too. I actually played that one quite a bit more than I did Gauntlet. So. Oh, you kids and your X-Men. But Gauntlet is moving on. And we are on to our Ooh. next fight. Uh, oh, it's mine. Uh, it is Mortal Kombat versus Metal Gear Solid. Um, there was that cheap, bullshitty thing in Mortal Kombat, the first game, 
where if you got somebody in the corner and swept, kicked them, low kicked with, what is this, Liu Kang? Liu Kang? Liu, it's Liu whatever his name is, because he was slightly faster than everybody else. You could just sit there and juggle somebody with a, a sweep kick the whole time and kill them. That was it. End of the round. There was nothing There's nothing you could do if you got trapped in that. Uh, so I'm going to vote for Metal Gear Solid because there was no bullshit fucking thing like that going on. Mike? Uh, I will I will vote for Mortal Kombat because the uh, when I worked at the Comics Cafe, we had video games there, and uh, Mortal Kombat was one of the games, and uh, so it actually is the only one of these two that I've played. All right. I'll vote for Mortal Kombat. Jason? Uh, as I said before, I don't even think Mortal Kombat should have been in this list to begin with. I think the representative for fighting games should have been Street Fighter 2. Uh, Mortal Kombat as a series overall just isn't really all that good. The first Mortal Kombat was good. Mortal Kombat 3 was good. But all the rest of them just totally sucked. So uh, I have to vote for Metal Gear Solid. I mean, it changed the way that video game stories were told forever. All right. A vote for Metal Gear Solid. Nate. Um, you have to go with Metal Gear Solid. Um, uh, not really a big fan of the Mortal Kombat series. So, yep, Metal oh, Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. And Jared. Man, it would have been, like, more Metal Gear Solid, but Jason said, like, the fateful words. He said Mortal Kombat 3, which I played the living hell out of, and I love it. And, uh, I'm going to vote for that. A vote for Mortal Kombat, but Metal Gear Solid takes the win. On to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Civilization versus World of Warcraft. Hmm. Uh, well, I actually still do have a World of Warcraft character, uh, and there are actually a lot of hot chicks who play World of Warcraft, so those two things alone will will uh, make it win for me. All right. World of Warcraft. Jason. Uh, Civilization 4 is the best game ever made, hands down, in my opinion, absolutely no questions asked. Uh, it's also the first ever game to have music written specifically for it, be nominated for the Grammys, uh, which is going to be on, I think, this February, so I'm going to be rooting for that to win. Uh, Civilization is just such an unbelievable time eater. I mean, it pretty much invented the phrase, just one more turn, just one more turn. In fact, after you beat the game, the game brings up a prompt saying, do you want to exit back out to the menu screen or do you want to play just one more turn? Because you can keep playing the game even after you beat it because that's how unbelievably addictive this game franchise is. I have I once spent an entire spring break doing nothing but sitting in my room playing Civilization 4 and watching DVDs of Star Trek The Next Generation. I got through all seven seasons of The Next Generation in that one week during spring break, or I don't know, maybe it was five seasons and then the other two seasons carried over into like the first few days of school, but doing nothing but playing Civ and watching Star Trek, and it was like a super awesome week. So I... <laughs> I'm for Civ, because Civ is just an unbelievably amazing game, even though Civ 5 is kind of disappointing. A vote for Civilization, Nate. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Civilization fan. Uh, World of Warcraft has a lot more content that I actually kind of find halfway interesting, so I'm going to go with World of Warcraft. A vote for World of Warcraft. Um... That might have been the saddest thing I've ever heard, Jason. <laughs> 
civilization will get a vote from me i'm gonna vote for civilization it's all tied up jared where are you going um well to my knowledge civilization 4 is the only game so far that has a link to star trek the next generation so i'll vote for civilization 4 <laughs> a vote for it also has a link to the original series because Leonard Nimoy provided narration for the game. Oh, there you go. Then boom. Civilization well, for the win. World of Warcraft has William Shatner in its commercials. Yeah. And yeah, Mr. But Leonard T. Nimoy is better than Shatner, so. Yeah, he is. Well, <laughs> I don't think that, so. I mean, Shatner, what commercial won't Shatner do? <laughs> yeah, if Sid and Mr. T. drew a commercial, I'm sure he would have done that too. <laughs> You pay him enough, he'll do anything. On to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is Super Mario Brothers versus Eco. Oh, wow. This is another mind bender. I mean, uh, going back to my argument from the previous round where Mario beat out Sonic, you know, you've just got to look at the body of work. I mean, Mario's been in so many games and they're so popular and they're, you know, top selling games every year, year in and year out. Uh, whereas Eco is just this kind of small, uh, you know, not really indie game. It was developed in-house at Sony, but it, it was a no-name project. Nobody bought it when it first came out, yet it still is ranked as one of the best games of all time. And, you know, it's got this <clears throat> tremendously loyal uh, cult following of which I'm a part of. Uh, so I'm going to vote with uh, vote for Eco because of just out of personal preference, I enjoy that game much more than I enjoy the Mario games, even though Mario probably legitimately deserves to win this fight just from the sheer amount of games that he's made. All right. I'll vote for Eco. Nate. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Eco too, just cause I, uh, yeah, just the story overall is what catches me on this one. So I'm just going to go with Eco. I'll vote for Eco. Jared. Yeah, I love Mario. I, of course, got in fights with my sister over the Nintendo machine over Mario. But Eco, dude. Eco. A vote for Eco. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't let, I can't let, Mario is the mouse of video games. Whereas the mouse is the mouse. And you know what I'm talking about when I say the mouse. Mario is the same thing. Mario is like number three or four worldwide and recognizable characters, but um, gotta go with the better game. And don't get me wrong, body of work is great, but there's a lot of fucking shitty games. Shitty Mario games. There are some great ones, but there are some really shitty ones. So I'm gonna go with I, 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 Eco. Uh, Mike? Uh, I will I will go with Mario. Uh, Mario is uh, an iconic game character uh you know he's been in uh, virtually every medium and i never heard until to uh, eco until tonight so i will go with mario yes but you will be playing eco later no you won't but that's fine <laughs> eco is moving on nate this fight is yours oh this is a fucked up one it is tetris versus katamari um I'm going to have to go with yeah. Katamari just for the way um, Katamari kind of stepped out of the box and did its own thing. And 
Tetris is old and I don't know. It's still it's a pretty good game, but I don't know. I just like the new direction of games. So, Katamari. All right, Jared. Well, you know that uh, the guy that like invented Tetris in Russia, you know, he had to negotiate bringing Tetris to America. And I've always been curious if the CIA had any interest in what that was about. If they uh, wanted to know if there was some kind of subliminal anti-capitalist message happening with those blocks falling. But I've never heard that story, so I got to vote the other way. You got to go with I'm Ka- so sorry. A vote. I'm going with Katamari because it's beautiful and it's awesome. Katamari. A vote for Katamari. That shit, I love it. I played the shit out of that game. I can't vote against Tetris. My mother would disown me. The only reason we ended up with a Game Boy and uh, what was it? Uh, uh, it was uh, it was the Nintendo because it was Game Boy and an, a new Nintendo because my old one broke was because of Tetris and my mother loved to play Tetris. She would steal the Nintendo from me to play Tetris and I could sit and watch her play Tetris for like an hour and a half, two hours. So I got to go with Tetris. Mike? I. Uh... Normally, because Tetris is the one that I have played, uh, I would go that route, but uh, I'm fascinated by the description of this Katamari game. I think I do want to try it. So you're going to vote Hell with... yeah, Mike. Hell yeah, I'll vote for Katamari. A vote for Katamari. And Jason. I'm going to go with Hell Katamari. Hell yeah, Jason, go! <laughs> Even though, I mean, Tetris is a classic, it's a staple of video games, it is pretty damn near close to absolute perfection, but Katamari is just so quirky and so unusual and so strange and so radically different than anything else that you will ever play that I, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with it. All right, Katamari, moving into the next round. Katamari rolls it up, (laughs) what I'm saying. Jared, this fight is yours. It is Godzilla, also known as SimCity 2000, versus Triangle Boobs uh, in Tomb Raider. Oh, man. My loyalty is with the lady with twin guns. Have a day, dude, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. That's funny, you say twin guns and everybody's like, thinks of her boobs but no that's right she did have two fucking twin pistols i forgot all about it i was thinking of her boobs when you said twin guns um yeah i'd be on the way back i i i do remember i i played the first three tomb raiders and i believe i beat them i can't remember exactly if i did i just remember how fucking horrible the control scheme was in that game and the the camera just moving into corners, and you couldn't see whether you could make a jump or not. And that shit annoyed the fuck out of me. It annoyed me to no end. Yes, you're damn right. I'm going to go with <laughs> SimCity 2000. Mike. I remember, Damon, you might have been, been there for this, uh, watching Dave Gill play Tomb Raider. I don't know which one it was. But he wasn't playing. He was in some sort of kind of learn the controls mode where he was just swimming around and around and around. And, and I asked him what he was doing and he said, sometimes I just like to watch her swim. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was mesmerizing. 
So I have to vote for that. A vote for Tomb Raider. <laughs> Jason. Uh, that is a pretty <laughs> interesting argument, but uh, I'm going to have to vote for SimCity because SimCity is just an unbelievable time eater. It is almost as bad, if not just as bad, as Civilization in terms of it's not turn-based, so there's not a one-more-turn mechanic, but there's a you know must-zone one more neighborhood or must-upgrade one more commercial zone to high density or must-build one more power plant or must-establish one more connection to a neighboring city. It's just so unbelievably addictive. I absolutely love the SimCity games. I, I think they're just an absolutely genius uh But Civilization 4 is already going. <laughs> it's all right. He voted for SimCity. I, I, got, I have to vote for the game that I like better. I just didn't like any of Damn the Tomb Raider games. It's, 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 not oh. it's not over. It's all tied up right now. And, Nate, you're the decider. Oh, man. Boobs. Come on. Boobs. Boobs it is, Tomb Raider. Whoa! That Mike, are you gay? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like some people are overcompensating. <laughs> but it's all right. Tomb Raider moving on. On to our next fight. It is Final Fantasy VII versus Halo. And uh, I don't like first-person shooters. I do like RPGs. So I'm going to go with Final Fantasy VII. Mike? Hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, I think I'll go with Final Fantasy VII also. All right. Jason. Now, now Damon, c- can you tell me why is it that you like RPGs? Uh, because I'm a lazy gamer. I-, I like being able to sit back, relax, do nothing, play another game while I'm playing my RPG. And then, oh, see, oh- I-, I was expecting the answer to be because I played Final Fantasy VII. No. So you kind of disappointed me there on no. that one. Uh, but if if you were going to ask me why I like RPGs, my answer would be because I first played Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X was actually the first RPG I ever played. Uh, my cousin let me borrow it along with his PlayStation 2 after mine had been stolen along with all my games. Uh, I had never played an RPG before, had absolutely no interest in it, but it had won Game of the Year in like every magazine that I had ever read, so I was like, all right, whatever, I'll give it a shot. I was absolutely hooked, absolutely loved Final Fantasy X, went back through, played all the previous Final Fantasy games from 7, 8, and 9, played Final Fantasy XII, loved all of them, and Final Fantasy VII is the absolute best of the best, uh, so I have to vote for Final Fantasy VII, and also I just don't like shooters. All right, a vote for Final Fantasy. Nate? Um... Halo, I just uh, enjoy sniping someone, teabagging, you know, Halo. <laughs> I forgot you could teabag. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for Halo and Jared. I'm going to vote for Halo because I love my Windows Phone 7. <laughs> but Final Fantasy is moving on. Uh, next fight, Mike, this one is yours. It is Silent Hill 2 versus Gauntlet. Uh, I think I will stick with Gauntlet. Um, you know, again, that not only was this a game that I played, you know, and I, I have played both of these games, I think. But uh, Gauntlet, I really did like. Uh, that was the first time I think I had ever played a game where everyone could play simultaneously like that. So I will vote for Gauntlet. A vote for Gauntlet. Jason? 
Well, uh, Silent Hill 2 is the gold standard to which all horror games that have been made since have been judged. It has just an unbelievably immersive atmosphere. The uh, city is, or the town is incredibly uh, detailed. The characters are a little bit awkward, but they're just average people. They're not some super special black ops agent like in Resident Evil, so they're much easier to relate to. I mean, the whole story of Silent Hill 2 is a man is going to this town to try to find his wife who died three years ago of a disease, but he got a letter from her saying that she's waiting for him there. And, I mean, it's it's creepy, but it's also kind of romantic and sweet, too, that this guy knows she's dead, but he's going to go looking for her anyway. And... You know, the game makes excellent use of symbolism, metaphor, foreshadowing. It's the kind of thing that if you gave it to a literature professor, the literature professor would probably be like, oh, wow, maybe there actually is something to these video games. Uh, Oh, wow. And, and, you know, people like to bash it for its awkward controls and poor combat mechanics, but I actually think that that's a strength of the game because your character is just an average person. He's not an ex-army officer or a spec ops agent, so he shouldn't be just dispatching monsters left and right like the characters in Resident Evil are. So I don't even think that's really a hindrance to the game. And, you know, as I said, this is the gold standard for horror games. The only thing that I've played recently that even comes close to it is Dead Space, which is another amazing game. But, you know, I've I've got to vote for Silent Hill, too, because it is just my favorite, you know, game, one of my favorite games of all time. A vote for Silent Hill, too. Nate. Yeah. Uh, Jason's pretty much said everything. Going again with Silent Hill 2. Going again with Silent Hill 2. <clears throat> Jared. Um, a long time ago, I uh, saw a movie called High Art. And that movie had a woman in it named Rada Mitchell. Silent Hill. A vote for Silent Hill. Uh, thank you for doing that, because with what he said, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to vote for Silent Hill, but I really do want to say, Archer needs food badly. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, going to vote for Gauntlet, but Silent Hill 2 is into the final four. Hooray! Next fight is yours, Jason. It is Metal Gear Solid versus Civilization. Oh, this is this is just cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, Metal Gear Solid is also one of my favorite games of all time. Um, but I, I just haven't spent the sheer amount of time playing Metal Gear Solid games that I've spent playing Civilization. I have to vote for Civilization because, as I've said before, Civilization 4, I think, is the you know absolute best game of all time. And if it actually goes up against Silent Hill 2, I'm... I'm going to be so unbelievably torn, but I, I'm going with Civ Four or Civilization because it's just it's my favorite game ever. A vote for Civilization, Nate. Um, I'm actually going to go with Civilization on this one. I really, uh, yeah, Civilization. A vote for Civilization, Jared. Um, I'm going to go with Civilization as well. I know that uh, Metal Gear Solid has like an, a religious following. People like come to me like with glazed eyes and like you have to see this, and they show it to me, but it really doesn't wow me, and I haven't played it, and I guess it's a disservice 
to the Metal Gear Solid franchise, but I didn't see anything there that was any different than Beyond Good and Evil or anything else. It's, I don't know, up in everybody's grill. And Half-Life already died, so Civilization. A vote for Civilization. Um, I'm going to give love to Metal Gear Solid, uh, but only because of, <laughs> if I remember correctly, there is a point in one of the, it's the first game where you're fighting the ninja guy who can disappear, where your the player one controller goes dead, and you have to plug in the player two controller to play it. I don't know why it does that, but I'm, I'm going to go with Metal Gear Solid just for that. Mike? Are you sure you're not talking about the Psycho Mantis fight? Was that it? Yeah, the Psycho Mantis fight was the one where he can control your mind, and so you can't hit him because he knows where you're going to shoot before you shoot, so he dodges everything, but if you plug the controller into controller port 2, he can't read your mind anymore, and then you can actually hit him. You, you know what's great about this is uh, I bet you there are people out there like, you get the fuck out of here, that's how you beat that? Or that was that cheat code? Holy shit. But yes, uh, Mike? Uh, I think I'm going to uh, vote for Civilization based on a lot of the stuff that people have been saying here about it. It sounds pretty good. A vote for Civilization, and Civilization is into the Final Four. Jared, <laughs> you've been fighting for both these games. This one is yours. It is Eco versus Katamari. Holy shit. Who the fuck came up with the PDF that, like, decided this situation? Oh, my God. Holy crap. Um, okay, Katamari is one of the most brilliant experiences I've ever had with a controller in my hand. And Eco is the same. And, you know, I love Katamari Damacy forever. Forever. And I've gone further. I've played We Heart Katamari, which is even cooler. Um... Shit. Eco. Uh, I'm gonna go with Eco. Eco. Uh, Fuck it. A vote for Eco. Um I'm gonna go with Eco too. Cause it's easier to say than Katamari Damacy. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> um I will uh go with Lamentation. <laughs> well then I will go for uh Katamari. Yes, yes. Fuck you, Mike. Uh Jason. I'm sorry, my connection dropped out for a little bit. Uh, What's the current score in this one? Uh, It is two for Ico, one for Katamari. And and Jared actually voted against Katamari? Yes, he did. Well, I guess that just goes to show how awesome game Ico is. I'm voting for Ico. A vote for Ico. And Nate? Um, Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Ico. Just because Katamari is cool and all with the whole rolling the big ball of world crap in it, but... You know, just the gameplay of the overall story, you can't pass it up, so I'm going with Eco. Eco into the final four. Last spot in the final four. Nate, this one is yours. It's Triangle Boobs versus Final Fantasy VII. God, I'm going to have to go with Tomb Raider. Uh, I just can't I, I want to point out real quick that Final Fantasy VII <laughs> also has quite a few Triangle Boobs in it as well. Uh, Tifa and Yuffie and Eris are all pretty damn hot. Yeah, but 
you know, all the guy characters, you never really can tell who's a guy and who's a girl. They're pretty girly-looking characters. I'm just going to have to go with Tomb Raider. <laughs> uh, well done, Nate. For Tomb Raider. Jared. Um, when we played Tomb Raider, we would go back and replay it for style points. And uh, so, yeah, Tomb Raider. A vote for Tomb Raider. Um, yeah. This is this is going to be the final f- plea for Final Fantasy. Um, wow, it, it, it is truly a great game, and you wouldn't have things like WoW and other other games be- without Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is is a a grandfather. It's one of those games that brought people into something that they they didn't know that they even wanted to play. You wouldn't have Fable uh, Fables. You- have I'm trying to think of the the new you wouldn't have uh, Kotor nice Dark Cloud Two Dark Cloud Two uh, you wouldn't have Knights of the Old Republic and the upcoming uh, Old Republic uh, MMO you wouldn't have so much stuff if Final Fantasy Seven wasn't the hit that it was and it was a huge hit it also made it put PlayStation on the fucking map because PlayStation was an all all right system and people had it but. After Final Fantasy VII came out, everybody had to have a PlayStation so they could play Final Fantasy VII. It's that kind of game. So there's no way I can't vote for Final Fantasy VII. Mike? You busted out the Pong argument. God damn it. Um, well, see, Tomb Raider also had uh, Angelina Jolie's boobs, and those are real human boobs, and I think that'll win out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. The body of work. Jason, it's your turn. Uh, oh, man. I have to defend Final Fantasy VII over Tomb Raider. Really? Really? Pointy boobs? That's that's all you guys can do? Come on. I mean, seriously. Final Fantasy VII isn't awesome. It's an epic game. It's it's like 50 to 90 hours worth of gameplay. You get your totally get your money's worth from it. The characters are great. The story is well-written. Uh, I mean, Sephiroth is just absolute pure evil. How can you not want to kill the guy? I mean, it has a landmark in video gaming in that having a main, you know, they killed off a main character less than halfway through, and people to this day still debate as to whether or not it was possible to revive her. I mean, it's it's a classic. It's a, it's a superstar game. It's I don't understand how you guys can possibly let pointy, you know, 32-bit boobs beat out a game that is clearly superior. In every conceivable way, and which also has pointy 32-bit boobs. Oh, but nobody's... I'm going to fight Nate's argument, where the boys look like girls. Have a day. (laughs) Oh, and Final Fantasy VII goes down here. Tomb Raider into the Final Four. We've got our Final Four. It is Silent Hill 2 versus Civilization, and Ico versus Tomb Raider. Uh, Jared, you get to start Silent Hill 2 versus Civilization. All right. A lot of Mitchell was in Pitch Black, Silent Hill. Not enough? That's it? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm done. Rada Mitchell. She's blonde. Cute blonde. Silent Hill gets a vote from you. Um... I'm going to go with uh, Civilization here. I'm not. I'm also not a fan of horror games. Mike? 
Hmm, uh, I will uh, go with Silent Hill. A vote for Silent Hill. Jason. Wow, Hot Blonde being in a movie wins your vote. Uh, I, sometimes I, when I do these things, I feel like I'm talking to a bunch of 13-year-old boys. I mean, really, geez, come on. Tomb Raider really got as far as it You're did. You're talking to a lot of Mitchell fans. Fantasy VII. Yeah, oh, but is that really enough? The movie didn't even have anything to do with the game. Uh, anyway, you love both. You love both these games forever. I, 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 so do, I do, I do, I, and I don't mind that, uh, you know, I, I'm absolutely elated that these games came up against each other. I'm amazed that Silent Hill 2 actually did beat out Pac-Man. Um, I, I have to go for Civilization 4 again. It, I've spent more time playing that game than any other game that I've owned. You could add up all the Madden games that have been released over the past 15 years, and it probably still wouldn't equal the amount of time that I've spent just playing Civilization 4. It's an unbelievably amazing game. Silent Hill 2 is, you know, like I said, the gold standard for horror games. But, you know, I mean, once you've played it, you know, the story's over. You know what happens. You can keep playing it forever and ever and ever and ever, and it just never gets old. You can keep coming back to it time and time again. It's just an unbelievably amazing game. Just one more turn. One more turn. All right. A vote for Civilization. Mitchell. Nate, does Civilization get one more turn? It's all tied up. Coming to you. Yeah, I'll give Civilization one more turn. Uh, I... I don't know. I honestly think this is actually a better game paired up against this other one. So, yeah, I'm going with Civilization. <clears throat> a vote for Civilization. Civilization into the finals. Nate, this one is yours. It is Eco versus Tomb Raider. I can't. I can't vote the boobs in this one, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, Eco is just a about better game overall than Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider... I don't know. I just like Eco a lot better. The story and the characters are just so much better than Tomb Raider, so Eco it is. A vote for Eco. Jared? Um, you know, I appreciate the brevity that Mike took with this argument. Or, I'm sorry, not Mike, but uh, Nate took with this argument. It was uh, awesome, and he's right. Um, there comes a time where you just have to, like, look at what seriously rocked your world and Eco forever rocks my world, Eco. A vote for Eco. And because Tomb Raider won because of her triangle fucking boobs, fuck you guys, I'm voting for Tomb Raider. Mike? <laughs> wow, nice way to uh, to change it up in the end there. Um, I mean, personally, I don't, uh, I also think that it's uh, it's a lot of fun to vote for boobs, but this is best video game and not best boobs. But uh, I'm, I will be swayed by your geek logic, Damon, and also vote Tomb Raider. A vote for Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> All tied up, Jason. There's absolutely no question that this has to be eco. I am flabbergasted that Tomb Raider beat out Final Fantasy uh, it really, I can't believe that her boobs got her that far, especially considering that they're just friggin' triangles. I mean, come on. Ah, oh, jeez. They're more like polygons. 
but e- Eco is just an absolutely gorgeous game, and it's so simple and easy to play. You can pick it up and you know master it within five minutes. But even though you've mastered it, you still want to save this princess from this castle, even though you don't even have any friggin' clue who the hell she is. There's just this unbelievable emotional attachment to the characters involved in the game, and it's just absolutely gorgeous to play, gorgeous to behold. I can't wait for the HD re-release when uh, The Last Guardian comes out later this year. It's going to be awesome. All right, Eco into the final four, and and uh, honestly, the only reason I voted for Tomb Raider was for spite. Uh, I was trying to get the boobs all the way in. And we're at our final fight now. Uh, we've got Civilization versus Eco. Jason, hey, you get to take the helm on this one. Oh wow! Um, oh geez, uh, I, I I love both of these games to death. Uh, but again, I, I have to go with you know using the same logic that I used uh, when I uh, voted for Civilization over Silent Hill Two. It's just you can keep playing Civilization forever and ever and ever and ever. I mean, honestly, Eco is a great game, but how many times can you really play through it before it's just like oh you know whatever? Uh, I mean, I'm, I can't wait to get a hold of the HD remix and, and play through it one more time, maybe two more times, you know, a few more. But it, I'll I'll have put Eco down, you know, after a while. But I will still be playing Civ, and I will still be playing Civ for a long time yet to come. So I have to vote for Civ. Just one more turn, guys. One more turn. Well, there, there won't be any more turns after this turn. But a vote for Civilization, Nate. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to vote for Civilization this turn. I mean, I don't know. I can only play so much RTS, and it gets just gets old to me after a while. Um, Eco, I guess you can play it so many times, and it will eventually like get old too, but I don't know. I guess just playing with the characters over and over again, I'd rather just play Eco, so Eco it is. A vote for Eco. Jared? So uh, the, Eco's biggest crime as laid down by Jason Grade, is that this is a limited format and the other can go on forever. Um, this limited format, 16 hours to finish, I think is actually really attractive. And it's emotionally gripping. It's amazing to watch. And I can't wait to see it in HD because it is one of the most beautiful things ever built in this medium. I'm going to say Eco is the greatest game ever made. And if you guys want to vote that way, go for it. But the emotional power of that 16-hour adventure, it thrusts most of the emotional experiences I've had in movies, television, anything, etc. It is a perfect form for video games in a general way. And yes, Eco. A vote for Eco. Now, wouldn't it be fun for me to, you know, vote for Civilization and throw it to Mike and have it all tied up for a guy who's never played either game? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, would be, that would be mean to do. And that would be uh, slightly disrespectful to the, the whole game. Uh, it, i got to go with Eco. Eco is a better game. I enjoy playing it just a little bit more. Uh, 
civilization, you're right, it goes on and on. You do sometimes you do want to play one more turn, but after a while that can get boring too because what else is there? You're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. There's no more. There's no real story. So I'm going to go with Eco. Mike? It's because you played Civilization Five and not Civilization Four. You should go back and try Civ Four. Yeah, not going to happen. Uh, yeah, even though uh, even though it has been decided, I would I would have voted for Eco um, because even though I haven't played either of them. I think they have both been very well represented this evening in the arguments for them. But at the end, it just sounds like Eco is the type of game that I would be more interested in. I think I would prefer I prefer a game that has an ending, that has a finality, that has kind of that sort of a story resolution to it. I think that's just, for me, a little bit more appealing. And... No vote changes... Eco is the best video game <laughs> of all time this week. Fuck yes. <laughs> I like it's really, it's perfect. Really it's awesome. Have a day. <laughs> I can't really complain about that one. I would like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anything, anybody have anything they would like to plug? Uh, Jason. Uh, I am actually, uh, I probably should have thrown this in uh, during my geek cred, but I am actually a published uh, video game reviewer on a uh, fledgling uh, new site called, uh, well, not fledgling, but a, a new website that's uh, you know just getting its feet off the ground, www.gameobserver.com. I've published a few reviews, including one for Civilization V and uh, recently uh, Rock Band 3, so uh, you know, check it out and uh, you know, feel free to post some user reviews if you guys like the site. All right, Nate. Um, I guess the only thing I really had to plug here is my YouTube channel. Um, I post a lot of videos on there, just kind of talking to people. Um, you guys can actually just go to YouTube and type in Geek Shriek on YouTube, and you can find me. I'm the Geek Shriek, so that's uh, about it. Uh, look for Geek Shriek on YouTube, Jared. Um, I would like to plug the uh, intro for this particular episode of Geek Fights. I think it was a fantastic intro. Uh, I'm hyper addicted to it. I don't know if others feel the same. And if you don't like it, then uh, please look for the uh, I Like Mike Felsher uh, like page on Facebook. They created. Go there and like Mike um, for his argument uh, against June three or four thousand episodes ago in Sci Fi. <laughs> You made it. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, no, that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Oh, I was no, looking it up right now. It. It's not there. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. It doesn't exist. But I, if it got made, I would like it. Because <laughs> I know you've done that before. Because uh, I know you, you had one about the person Bonnie beat on Price is Right. I, I remember that. Oh, yes. Smoked by Bonnie. Smoked by Facebook. Bonnie. Go look for it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I forgot. She doesn't like that day that she busted that girl's ass. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, I would also like to thank Mania.com for having an awesome geek site. For all things Trek, look no further than Subspace Communique and their awesome podcast, which I actually hasn't had an episode in a while, Life After Trek. For all after, for all of your DVD needs, uh, check out DVDgeeks.tv and uh, 
special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Uh, if you're talking to us on Facebook or Twitter, it's probably Karen. And, of course, Jared for the Pimp Down intros he creates. The one on this one is awesome. The one for Harry Potter was awesome. The one for Animated was awesome. The one for everything is awesome. Uh, you can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. Mike? You can find me on the Zod Complex podcast at ZodComplex.com. Um, you can find us at GeekFights.net. You can email us at GeekFights at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are GeekFights or become a fan on Facebook where uh, hopefully after listening to this, someone will put an I Like Michael Falsher fan page. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Make uh, <laughs> it. Go make it, dude. Do it behind his back. Oh, no. <laughs> Please do. Somebody. You no, know, you live far enough away to be outside of the range of the wrath of Michael <laughs> Felsher. We live Wait, just a little too close. even further away. Jason, go make that page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh and the Zoom Network. I think we have one review on the Zoom Network. We haven't had any new reviews uh, lately that I'd noticed on uh, iTunes. And if you'd like to be on the panel, uh, just like Nate, all you have to do is contact us. All it really takes is a voice. If you're a mute, I apologize. You can't really join us on the show. I guess you could. You could type it in. But it would be a weird episode. You just hear the every time, the, 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 the noise. But... That's all you need. Un- to unless do. you got someone to read it for you, or if you've got that creepy computer voice. If you can do creepy computer voice, you are totally in. We will have you on the show. <laughs> we don't care. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Our upcoming fights. Let's see. Next week is hero versus villain, and after that is best sitcom. That's right, best sitcom. We're doing it. Uh, <laughs> any and all ideas are welcome. And until next time, everybody, keep fighting the good geek fight. Good night. Uh, yep, that's right. Got my penis in my hand. And we are going to C2E2. Yeah, how do you like that, Mikey? There's no way you can cut that other shit out. But we're going to be going to C2E2. We're going to be there. You can come be on the show. We're going to be on the convention floor doing a show. We're going to be in our hotel room doing a show. Uh... We might do two shows in our hotel room. Who knows? All kinds of craziness will ensue. Mike? Uh, yeah, come uh, check us out. We don't have a table, but we uh, we may have buttons or shirts, and uh, hopefully we'll have something to, to give out to people. And uh, come see us there. And uh, what else was there, Mike? There was something about something being on the website? Oh, yeah. We, uh, we've had thousands of people... Uh, writing asking for the complete text of the Damon uh, Weasley twin slash fiction so uh, if you check out our website there is a link to that uh, to that story and uh, if you liked it and you want to pass it along and uh, read it to your sweetheart because Valentine's Day just passed or is coming up one of the two <laughs> no it just passed uh, then uh, then go ahead and uh, check it out God, I hate you. And it wasn't thousands of people. It was like like five. Thousands. Thousands of people. They just emailed me directly. Oh, is that what it was? Some uh, texted me. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you, Mike. Twittered me. Fuck you. 